Now I hear it. I hear our voices. <laughs> Let us do the improv storytelling community building podcast. Is that what we're doing? I guess. Uh, community building? I don't know why I said community building. I was oh. looking for a third word to put in there and I couldn't think of anything. All right. So last time Argus got the sword. Hell yeah, baby. Bunch of monsters fell out of the sky. You guys killed one. Hell yeah. I didn't help. <laughs> and You got the car. Yeah. Everything was all hunky-dory. You guys are buds again with Bryce and Jenny. Bryce is a little uneasy, but you guys are mostly buds. Um, so it has been a few weeks since that uh, fateful day. You guys have gone on a couple hunts. You know, there's more monsters in the city now. So you guys have been doing some hunts here and there. Has, has our harm? Can I, can yes, I, your please? harm. You're completely healed over your oh, harm. Thank God. How many monsters are falling each week? Are we, is it still open? Have we closed that portal? No, Did the my... portal closed when you, when you shot that big energy okay. blast up at it. Uh, follow up oh, question. Didn't, it didn't close, but it stopped. The onslaught of constant like leaking, of for a lack of a better word. Cool. Le- just leaking monsters. How much money have we earned from... Um, do we have an apartment? Have we... Oh! Do we have a home base do, of operations? Do you guys want to do that? You guys, you guys have gotten an apartment? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You guys have upgraded from this fucking storage unit and into an apartment. What kind of apartment is it? Three I think bedroom. it's still like a basement apartment. Okay. But it's like... I don't know, like below a a bigger building. So like it's big, but it's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you all live in this apartment now? Yeah. Are you you guys all fucking roomies? (laughs) I I like this idea of like, we, we finally made enough money to get an apartment that we all share. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, what a, do you guys have like a cool, like fun nickname for your apartment? Like when I lived with a bunch of my friends, we called it the lazy house. You guys have like a cool, fun name, like for your home base. Summoning Circle. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that is the name of your band. Uh, what would be a, like a home base for like Summoning Circle, like a demon? Like, what's a demon chill pad? <laughs> uh man, I, I I don't even think Jamie's thought that far you ahead. Just, just call it the apartment. I was just yeah, wondering the apartment. If you guys I, I like the apart. I think you Jamie guys- refers to it as the apartment. He doesn't really care about anyone cool. else's uh, names. And you guys have been making making rent you know you don't have trouble with your landlord or anything no i don't think we have any problems like with no. rent. do no. you guys use this space to practice for your shows would you guys say that we rented a girl <laughs> i don't know if we're making that much money i mean we probably still kept the storage shed maybe so we maybe, maybe the storage unit is now like your practice area yeah yeah, yeah. we keep the cool. instruments there but every like I, I think jamie bought a bed i i think uh gus has kept with his track record of like not really knowing how to budget so like he's he's he knows he's making enough money for rent that he just gives money to jamie every month maybe it's more maybe it's like less but it's always just like jamie won't tell him if it's more or less. right he's just like that's I'll tell good. you if it's less but not more you go up and just take the money from me but i think argus is like starting to splurge with any extra he has or like he's picked up like a super nintendo and like uh posted it up in like the common space and he started just buying random shit he doesn't need. I bought this thing called an instant pot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it does. It just sounds cool. An instant pot. I like I like that Argus thinks that it's just, if you need an instant pot, it will just... It summons a pot for yeah. you. If you need anything, as far as I can tell, that's what this is. 
Cool. So, um, basically, it's it's back back mostly back to normal. You know, you guys are hunting monsters every couple of weeks. Um, you've got cool new pad, chilling. Um, things things are you know mostly good. Um, so, Nancy and Argus, you guys both leveled up in the last arc. Mm-hmm. So, Nancy, what did you get? What did you take? Uh, I ended up. Um, I. I was thinking that um, with everything that's been going on with Argus getting the sword, mm-hmm. us becoming friends with like Jenny, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, like thing, things are becoming more and more magical. And um, I think just because of the way that things are going, Nancy has been feeling that like maybe magic isn't completely off limits mm-hmm. and evil a hundred percent of the time and stuff like that. Um, so now um, I ended up doing um, where I could take a take a move from another playbook, and I did that with the spooky, and I took hex because uh, I think Nancy is going to start trying to like dabble in magic. Cool, and you know it, you can hunt it better or whatever you know yeah. if you understand it. Yeah. So. Um. So how how has Nancy been? learning this magic has she been going to the library reading books has she been I training think, with jenny has I, she been is a combination i think else? she actually um this uh was hard for her she had to overcome a lot of like pride and uh her ego uh i think she came hat in hand to jenny and mm-hmm. was like maybe you could teach me a few things okay yeah cool um let's uh let's zoom in on on a scene from that um where where would you guys be training um you guys be like out in a field somewhere would i think be... so like out in the woods or something okay. yeah cool um so jenny is just like all right nancy so like the key is just feeling the energy around you and 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 channeling it and telling the universe to do what you want it's taking control okay um how many how many sessions do you think you you guys have had together? Do you think you just had one big long one and she just taught you one spell or you guys have been like training for weeks together like pretty I think, regularly? I think it, it was it's been a regular thing. Cool. Uh I I think we but we haven't had any any progress okay. yet. Um she um she picks up a stick and she's like, "All right, I'm going to come at you. Just feel the energy around me." And she lifts up her stick to swing. What do you do? I punch her in the face. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's like, ow, fuck, ow, shit. Oh, so, oh I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant with magic. I'm with sorry. Magic. Okay. I'm, it reflexes. I'm sorry. All right. <sighs> she like wipes some blood out of her nose. Like, all right. I'm going to try this again. Okay. She picks up a stick and goes I clo- to swing I close again. my eyes. Okay. What do you do? Uh, I reach out and I feel something. Okay. I feel like I feel her energy. And I think she she hits me, okay. But um, I'm I'm getting there. Like I feel it. I I haven't done anything with it yet. Okay. Though. Okay. Um, how do you react to that? To feel to finally is this the first time you've felt that? Yes. How do you react? Uh, I freak out a little bit. Like I'm like I'm shaking and okay. excited, and I'm like I I got it. I got it. I didn't do anything, but there was something there. Okay. Uh, uh, take one harm for being hit okay. by the stick. All right, coming at you again. I'm gonna come up with like full force. Okay. And um, not only does she pick up the stick, she like 
does some like magic stuff with it and the stick is like now on fire uh so it's gonna like really hurt you okay if it hits you it's like all right let's do it and she goes to swing at you what do you do i reach out and um i can i can feel the magic more like in her hand because okay. that's where you know she's directing it and i um i like cripple that hand cool uh roll roll me use magic plus weird and by the way i took that but i did not take a thing where it, i got plus weird so i have zero weird yeah <laughs> so i'm not good at this but i'm learning uh seven cool when you use magic say what you're trying to achieve and how you do the spell so you're trying to cripple her hand uh-huh on a 10 plus the magic works without issue choose your effect on a seven or nine it works imperfectly choose your your effect and a glitch the keeper will decide what effect the glitch has um the effects are inflict harm enchant a weapon do one thing that is beyond human limitation bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature trap a specific person minion or monster banish a spirit or curse from the person object or place it inhabits Summon a monster into the world. Communicate with something that you do not share a language with. Observe another place or time. Heal one harm from an injury or cure a disease or neutralize a poison. And the glitches uh, are the effect is weakened. The effect is short of duration. You take one harm. The magic draws immediate unwelcome attention or it has a problematic side effect. Uh, and then your hex move allows you to do other things, right? Yeah, the, the hex move is I can either... Um the the target either suffers from a disease or a uh, harm uh to magic ignore armor i could ca- i could cast harm or um break something important to them or okay. um, so- something important they're holding something yeah 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 okay um so you could choose one of those effects including like if you wanted to one of the effects for, of your hex ability and then one of the glitches i'm thinking that um uh, break something important so like she you know she loses grip of it or you know and her hand is like fucked up a little bit okay but i think uh the way that i cast it i feel the same thing okay. like i feel the the same thing that happened to her okay cool so you um cast this magic in her hand kind of more than you were intending to do actually like fractures her hand and like like cracks it damn um and she like screams out in a lot of pain and then you notice that you are screaming in pain too because you have done the exact same thing to your hand so the same effect you applied to jenny you've applied to yourself okay. so take one harm all right um jamie what have you been up to lately well i didn't level up jamie did not level up unfortunately <laughs> um jamie's probably honestly been enjoying the fact that he has his own room to himself yeah what's your room look like um it's got a bed nice uh already a big plus from the the futon or just plain old mattress i've been sleeping on Uh for uh god knows how long um jamie probably did do a little indulgence himself okay he bought a nicer tv nice nice um upgraded from the vhs tv combo yes uh (laughs) to a uh a nicer tv with a dvd vcr combo whoa hell yeah a little fancy there man make sure you're spending <laughs> your money wisely but also something crazy called a like a like a chromecast whoa like a, 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 a roku damn 
Uh, so he's honestly kind of just couch potatoing. <laughs> nice, nice. He's like, have you guys heard of YouTube? <laughs> but it's all conspiracy theory YouTube. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a good mix of that. And then just like, he's like, guys, WWF is now WWE. <laughs> oh, and they've got a whole network. And so he's just been literally yeah so have you just been dumping all of your monster he's starting, earnings into he's, the wwe network it's 10 bucks a month um <laughs> but you got the ultra premium package <laughs> he's probably just kind of couch he's he's fat thawing okay he's like walking back and forth from the kitchen to his room and just doing literally nothing but watching like movies and youtube and wrestling and just like kind of catching up on the world mm -hmm. and it's just blowing his mind nice um other than wwe and conspiracy videos are there any other type of video youtube videos he may be watching like monster like, sightings like something in your character he, yeah, he any, is anything he that absolutely he like, is okay he's uh he watching like news reports maybe like this is he does like they don't have cable so he does watch like you know snippets of like news reports and things like that from the area um he tries to cross-reference all of them between each one like make sure like everything's matching up with like newspapers and like the youtube stuff and like what he can hear on radio what's the most interesting case that he's heard about the biggest one is this weird string of just unsolved disappearances but it's kind of interesting in that it leaves their clothes behind. Okay. Like whatever they're doing, it just they're just gone. Like a actual poof. How how frequently and how widespread is this happening? Is this happening near San Roberto? It is happening kind of in this weird trail leading up to San Roberto. Okay. But the thing that he's noticing about it is that it's happening more frequently, but after 27 days the person will reappear somewhere else in the country okay and they they're they're kind of like a mannequin they don't move they don't talk they don't blink they don't show any like kind of functions whatsoever they just exist so like comatose but like still aware they're not even like, that like they've been lobotomized yes like that sort of thing mm. Okay, cool. No no surgical scars, nothing. Just naked dong hanging out in the middle of a Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was walking past the mannequin section and like... <laughs> They're like, yeah, what a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> and so does it seem like these... You said it's happening in this trail towards Santa Roberta. Does it seem like it's getting like the cases are getting closer and closer? Like it may be moving slowly towards Santa Roberta, or is it it's, pretty it's, stationary? It's slowly moving, like definitely like south to north. Okay. Um, the frequency is to is to which the disappearances happen is once every eight days. Okay. Um, that's an increase from ten over the past four weeks. So every you know, two weeks, it'll be, you know, another day sooner, like one more person. Mm -hmm. The number that stayed consistent is 
27 days, they will reappear. Cool. Sweet. So you see this report and that like has piqued your interest. He's keeping like the, mo- I'm keeping the most careful watch on it, nice. but I'm trying to like just study in, the in between wrestling matches. You're oh yeah. Back and forth. Like <laughs> phone in one hand, like food in the other hand, TV going on. Nice. Nice. All right. Argus. Yeah. What's up? Um, so what move did you take? Uh, yeah, I leveled up and just kind of like in line with everything that happened in the last arc and how Argus was like trying to bring everybody together, both like his teammates and Jenny and uh, Bryce. I took a playbook out of Jim's playbook, the mundane. I took the power of heart, which basically lets me, if we're in the middle of fighting a monster, Argus can help out and we'll just automatically get the 10 plus like help out move. Cool. So he can just automatically succeed in helping someone out if we need to. Cool. Um, so I'm going to kind of hard frame a scene for you. Sure. Something I can do as the DM. Um, <laughs> real quick. Is that once per fight or just any, any, time? anytime I need to help out? Uh, well, okay. it's all, it's only during combat with a monster. Sure. But like, if I need to continually help out, I can just do that. Okay. But I have to come up with a good reason why I'm helping yeah. out. It can't yeah. just be like a automatic, like I help yeah. out, I help out. Yeah. Um, so where you are actually in the storage unit, which you guys have now converted into your band's practice area. All right. Um, and you have a monster tied up. You are interrogating him. Well, what are, what are well, you, what are you interrogating him about? Another monster come to Santa Roberto. What are you doing in these parts? I've got to quit showing him Western movies. <laughs> <laughs> what specifically kind of information are you trying to get out of? Him? Uh, I think I'm I'm trying to figure out like where these monsters are coming from. Okay. Like if they're not demons like I am and they're like coming from somewhere else, like what, what where is the majority of them coming from and why? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this guy is kind of like he's humanoid esque, but he's like kind of like a goblin, but he's got these like really sharp teeth. Um, and he like speaks in this really like gravelly voice. Um, and he, but you can't really understand him um, until you sit down and talk with him and kind of like you aren't necessarily communicating in the same language but you guys are you kind of have reached an understanding between your two languages where you can kind of understand each other Okay, and that's that's using um, the move that you picked though you're not your new move but one of the moves you initially picked uh, yeah I have a well I have uh, what are you looking at which is when you talk to a monster it will recognize you and your potential. You ask it what it knows, pick one for the keeper to reveal. Uh, and there's like a whole bunch of stuff about me. All right, is there a role also, you have to, well, there's also freakish where I can manipulate someone and I can, uh, use that on monsters that can reason and talk, but they always want something really bad. Okay. I would do your first move where it picks whatever the keeper reveals. Do you have to roll for that? Uh, no, it just happens. What is it? Uh, uh, when you talk to a monster, it has to be capable of reason and speech. It will recognize you and your potential. If you ask it what it knows, pick one for the keeper to reveal. Tell me something about where I'm from. Tell me something about my destiny. Tell me something about who I really am and, or tell me something about the apocalypse. Okay. Which one of those do you want to know about? I think I want to know about the apocalypse, like in the vein of like, where are these monsters coming from and why are they like trying to destroy everything or fight people, kill people, et cetera. So, um, are you, are you roughing this creature up? Like, are you like, or are you just kind of like 
threatening it with your burning hand or something or I, with your cool I think I have, sword i think i have my like my sword at my my waist uh-huh. my hand is ablaze but i haven't used it to injure them yet yeah. it's just kind of there to be intimidating and i think for the most part it's been like okay we finally figured out communication yes. kind of yes okay so he's not speaking in english but just for the sake of this podcast yes <laughs> <laughs> what all right so we we've come we've come to an understanding all right you you hear me you listening y- yes uh, yeah what just please don't use that crazy sword on me please i'm not here to cut anybody down all right i just want to know why you are the way you are it's a very broad question <laughs> i look there's a lot of you are right, like are okay you are a what i'm just a normal goblin man god okay goblin You've never goblin. seen a goblin before N- uh, never in my life like so you're a goblin are you related to the bad creatures that have been falling through are you related to the giant deer looking antler skull face creatures coming through like do you guys know each other is there a connection there but i don't know what you're talking about i i was just in my kingdom my goblin kingdom i was ruling the my loyal subjects i was i was a prince god damn it and one day everything went really bright and i'm just falling through a fucking hole in the sky and i end up here in this fucking hellscape with all these disgusting looking creatures out here you know normally in my in my home these like human looking people we'd eat those for food and so i'm just i'm getting hungry man and i start eating and then and then you come around and you start roughing me up and i'm i'm just trying to get home man all right all right look are you familiar with good cop, bad cop? What's a cop? Perfect. I'm going to be both. I can give you this McDouble, which I've been told is very tasty and I enjoy on the regular. You might like. You try this. Maybe you work with me a little bit more. Capiche? Uh, oh, okay. And he like kind of reaches his hand out. I hand it to him. He's like, <laughs> just like fucking devours it. And then like throws up he's just i've been told oh that was disgusting that doesn't taste like human at all okay well maybe that's not gonna work um i just need to know where you're from and why you're attacking everybody here how do we get you back i gotta eat man that that's fine we'll get you back to wherever it is you came from but can you just like chill for a little bit and not kill people if i want to starve and die Maybe there's an alternative. Maybe there's something else. Like I can talk to some of uh, my compatriots here and see if there's maybe some other alternative suit food source for you. That's not going to kill like impossible human. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, they say pork tastes the most like human. Well, that is terrifying that you know that, but I'm sure you found that out through the rabbit hole of YouTube information. You've sucked yourself into. I wipe my mouth with a McDouble wrapper. <laughs> Um, he, as you got, as you're kind of talking about alternate, um, solutions, his hands are kind of moving and like behind his back. And as you finish up that last statement of like, maybe we can find an alternate solution. He busts his hands out of the rope. Oh, come on. We don't have to go through this again. Look, man, I can't go hungry. I got to eat. And he charges towards you. Uh, I tackle him and I try to grapple him. All right, kick some ass. 
That's a du- that's double sixes. That's a 12 plus. Uh, what's my tough? What's my tough? Two. That's a 14. Damn. It's literally the highest second roll. Damn. All right. What do you do to him? He's just like running at you. I think I just I just grab him and like shove him back into the chair and then like jump on him and hold him down and kind of motion. I guess you guys are here, right? No, they're not there. No. Okay. That's what I thought. Oh. Yeah, but earlier he was like he was saying things like he was in the room. Oh, That's why I was, oh, I I was, was just under the impression the player saying that. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Okay, that still works. That's... Either way. Sorry, I thought I made that clear. My bad. No, it's all good. Um, um, yeah, you were I... alone just doing your own like solo thing. Fuck yeah, I'd shove him back in the chair and I like I assume it's like one of those like it's like an office chair you know with the yeah, wheels yeah, yeah. so I like shove him back into it and he rolls backwards and I just like follow up on it and like shove him into the wall like holding him there okay um sure yeah yeah you you run him up into the wall um and he is struggling a little bit and he manages to like chomp down on your hand with his like sharp teeth and it pierces your armor oh, in your hand fuck. so take, take one harm okay well God they're not gonna take me look surely there's something we can do to come to an understanding right like there has to be something I need humans to survive man I'm not feeding you humans then we're at an impasse what about impossible human uh, the the have you even tried pork or this is like a whole conundrum of of moral <laughs> issues here but I the I know that I'm not feeding you any humans. We're, that's not happening. Uh, he, he's just like, fine. I'll stand down, but if I can't get any food in me, man, it's going to be bad news. Maybe we can try something. Maybe there's something here that we can experiment or, or try to find you an alternative food source. All right. Fine. He clearly is standing down. Okay. I'm back off. All right. By the way, my name's... Uh, I don't know what's a good like goblin-y name. I'm 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 Bricks with an X. <laughs> B R I X. All right then. What's uh what's your name, man? Well, most people around here call me Gus. Well, nice to meet you, Gus. I hope we can come to an understanding in the future. There's there look, there's got to be a solution and I reach out to shake his hand. <laughs> he shakes it shakes it with you. We'll find you something better than that McDouble, and I'll have to talk to Jamie about uh, what he advises I feed demons. Alright. Well, look, man, I clearly can't be seen in this society full of disgusting humans, so I'm just gonna be hanging out in the woods if you ever need me. Alright, look, I need you to work with me on this, alright? I'll, I'll let you roam free. You can eat and feed on whatever creature, or animals, or anything's out there. If I hear anything about any humans getting hurt or seeing you, I need you to lay low. It's going to be bad. All right. All right. Okay. Got a deal. All right. Cool. At 5.45 a.m. on a foggy Friday morning, Dr. Katrina Thomas hops off the bus and makes her way down San Roberto's main street headed towards her place of work. She opens up the glass doors and steps into the lobby of what appears to be a typical tax preparation company. Good morning, a voice says with a smile. Karen was behind the reception desk today. Karen was new, a nice enough girl, 
if just a little bit ditzy. You're here early, Dr. Thomas, she says. Yeah, I've got a lot on my plate. What's on the agenda today, Doctor? Banishing ghosts? Dissecting werewolves? Dr. Thomas lets a small smile sneak by. Come on, Karen. You know that's classified. Karen giggles and puts her hand in front of her mouth as to say, Oops. An awkward beat of silence befalls the two. Anyway, uh... Carrot cake. Dr. Thomas steps back into the exact center of the room. Have a good day, Doctor, Karen says with the wave. Dr. Thomas gives an acknowledging nod in response as the floor beneath her begins to turn into a platform and she begins her descent 30 stories underground. As she crosses the facility to get to her lab, she passes a number of unholy monstrosities being kept in the stasis chambers of Area 51. She tries not to look as she walks past, feeling as if they're looking back at her, angrily. Finally, just as she makes it to her lab, she notices something. It's small at first, but the ground begins to shake. More and more. Soon beakers begin to fall off of the shelves of her lab. Dr. Thomas runs back into the main atrium, headed back towards the elevator. But she's too late. Like a wrecking ball, a creature the size of a house bursts through the walls of the Area 51 facility. The thing, moving so fast she can't even see what it is, smashes through the opposite walls of the facility and just as quickly as it came in, is gone. The structure of the facility begins to shake even more, with pieces of the ceiling falling around Dr. Thomas. Water begins to flood the room from the hole the creature made, and a cracking sound is heard as a number of the stasis chambers on the other side of the room begin to crack, awakening the beasts within. <laughs>